Hello and welcome to episode 4 of 3MP in association with Spitballing Pod. I'm Luke Byron, joined as always by Tom Kennett and Troy Weaver. If you're shocked to see this on your feed today, it's because the sport will be coming later in place of Movie Madness. It's deadline day this Thursday and we'll be releasing an episode probably as late in the evening as possible. So by the time we're releasing it, if something mental happens, then it genuinely is mental because we know about getting that paperwork done. They showed us that in the Arsenal one, if we didn't show, if we didn't know already. And so if something happens between like 10 and 12, a fair play to them, they've caught us out. We've just got to put our hands up and exactly. say that we did our best. Um, that was a better intro than the first one you did, by the way. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Maybe we should just do a take two forever now. Well, this is like uh, when the fire in the booths come out and people started shouting one take and you think, I always thought they were one take anyway until someone like ruined <laughs> yeah. the illusion. Yeah, the mystique's been shut down there. You need... Um... Yeah, Rapper the other day came out and was like, he was getting a lot of praise for that Colours video and uh, someone said to him about it and, and he replied with like, yeah, it took me like 50 times to get it right. <laughs> you know, like, and, and that often sort of ruins it for you. Yeah, like, yeah that really has. I wish you never told me yeah. that. Like... It's better if I just imagine that you got it done in one like you know Chael Sonnen somewhere going you don't talk about the business you never yeah. <laughs> disclose the business kayfabe <laughs> but we do have plenty to get into today we'll start as always with news of the week and an Ohio sheriff has caused controversy by saying he regularly gives his six-year-old son a Smirnoff ice to help him sleep <laughs> uh, do you know what I'm yeah speaking from having kids I'm I'm not saying that I you know would do that there has been times in, in your head where you just think to yourself, like, fuck me, life would be so much easier if you could just do that every now and again. <laughs> a little whiskey you know, A little drink, shot of whiskey or something. Down. Yeah. An edible, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The just, mental dreams that yeah. you're popping up with. I always think that when I hear people say these, like, mental stories of how they started drinking, mine was literally just being allowed a Smirnoff ice at Christmas. And it's, I mean, aside from the, like, trying your dad's pint when you're... Mm, too young to be having a pint yeah but it wasn't ever really like any alcohol in my house a lot. like no, you know same. I like yeah most kids or whatever they might like sneak a bit out or whatever and t- fill the, the vodka bottle up with water and all of that sort of thing there wasn't it was never really that option in our race but we started drinking young because just because it's it just seemed like every group of kids in the whole country at 13 and 14 just suddenly starts drinking on parks. It would have been shit. safe with me. You could have had vodka in the house and it would have been safe. <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't... <laughs> technically, I didn't start drinking young. Like, I, I lie when I say that. Like, I was I was part of the crowd that kind of enjoyed not being, dr- like, drinking. You know, almost like I'm, I'm a bit cool You're to not this. drink. Yeah, yeah like, I'll, I'll watch you and laugh and then we'll talk about it on Monday <laughs> sort of thing. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, Smirnoff Ice. I, I feel like in Ohio, maybe he'd get less flack if he'd been like, okay, so a shot of whiskey in the Why evening. Why didn't you give him a fucking Coors Light? Like, Smirnoff yeah. Ice makes Smirnoff it sound ice. Um, almost like more considered. Yeah. 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 Is a Smirnoff Ice going to do that much for yeah, the kid? I reckon. Like, after he's had a couple. Give him a candy, a, a can of can, uh, shandy bass. <laughs> if he's done this regularly, though, I reckon the six-year-old's probably built up some resistance. Yeah. Well, You're going to have to work onto the harder stuff. It was Jens Lehmann, wasn't it, for saying he, he lets his like young daughter down a pint for Oktoberfest. <laughs> yeah. He said it on one, of their, culture, one yeah. of their talk shows and he was just getting flamed for it. Uh, woman claims God gave her an STD and said it's a blessing. <laughs> Fucking hell, of course she did. Didn't read past the headline as always. Do you think 
her bloke cheated and gave her one and convinced her it's from God. Do you think she cheated? She cheated. And is telling her bloke, genuinely, I haven't. Yeah, it was just good. Or there's the other one of just that she's just ultra religious and just making the statement that all STDs are from God. Mary got you a know? kid. Yeah. I got the STI. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on the draw. Yeah. The modern version. Uh, <laughs> Gang of turkeys attacks man in British Columbia, breaking <laughs> both his hips and one finger. <laughs> They've since been sentenced to death. I mean, all turkeys are sentenced to death. I was about to say, so <laughs> cynically, they've just sped the process up. Yeah? It's a 100% murder rate. Unfortunately, that species. They called that psychopath Bernard in. <laughs> he come along and doubt of them quick. Oh, I feel like if a, tur- if a gang of turkeys break your hips, you've got to think of another story. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, buff it up a little like bit better you than fell that. down the stairs. I think even saying like Any you animal? ice skating, you'd... you'd a gaggle of geese? Yeah. Maybe, or <laughs> yeah. something like that. Yeah. Swan took it to you. It's, it's the getting... noise they make in all turkeys. They're just... I hate them. Gobbling away. Yeah. You can't mention a swan without someone giving you... You can't. No, they're actually well, quite they strong. Don't get on to swans again. <laughs> um... Someone did once have their arm broken by it. That's clear. Yeah, Someone must have. Oh, there's an update just on Swangate. Obviously, we mentioned it last time when I was told you about getting chased by the swans on the canal. <laughs> um, one of the last times we went there, me and my friend witnessed an absolute marvel. Uh, and it was a man walking by the swans without shitting himself with a stick that he just literally casually just broke off a tree, off a branch, off a bush, should I say, Stuck it in their direction and just kept walking. And they like it was almost like this unspoken law of that. Oh yeah, he's the guy's got the stick. We don't bother people like that. <laughs> and I looked and I looked at my friend and I was like, Did you fucking see that? Every time we've tried to get past these swans, they they will fuck your shit up. Like I deliberately don't wear shorts no more because of <laughs> it, how bad it is. They it's see, terrifying. They literally they'll attack and attack and attack at your legs because there's seven of them which is ridiculous amount for swans to be Cowards. anyway we'll do yeah. one on one and then since we've seen this guy with the stick we tried it and it's a game changer Gloucester could not believe it so <laughs> yeah so <laughs> anyone out there that's de- having any problems with swans to get a stick doesn't even have to be that long and just sort of point it in their what direction what a pro that guy is just <laughs> yeah. I've been here before done literally, it literally yeah uh, Ozzy Osbourne says he swore off acid after talking to a horse for an hour I've seen that, yeah. I don't know what the horse said. <laughs> that was enough. It feels like a weird thing for that to have spooked him. You feel like the things that's probably gone on in his life, I don't think talking to a horse for an hour is particularly that. Is this like his, for his version of that um, meme that would always be of, what was it, uh, Shankly over Brendan Rogers saying, you're doing a great job, son. <laughs> 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 the horse is just telling him, come on, you got to get things sorted now. <laughs> this is too much. <laughs> You've got a family. Come on, sort it out. Uh, British firefighters rescue man with hands stuck in sofa. Sounds like a, uh, a dodgy script for a porno, <laughs> yeah. doesn't it? You trained all this, all that time to be a firefighter, and this is what we're doing? This is what we've That's got to do? Stuff well, things have with. got to be bad when you resort to the fire service at that point, because I feel like I'm there for days yeah. before I call 999. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you not have enough like friends or neighbours or something that can maybe try and help you out of this <laughs> this situation? You said about the firefighters, like you know, you sign up for it and you think this is what you you know you get in. My grandfather was a, a firefighter over in Ireland in a very small town, like 
we're talking like back then in the 50s must have been 500 people odd maybe you know so fires are few and far between yeah yeah especially in 1950s rural ireland because let's be honest like apart from the fire under the under the, the under the stove or whatever. I doubt there was much else other than that. Uh, and he told us that they used to go out and start fires in the summer <laughs> to give themselves work. And I thought, that's genius. He was like I, a backup quarterback. Yeah, he said they'd go out the fields, start a fire with some hay or whatever, and just piss off, and then just wait for the inevitable call to come. And then off they'd go. I thought, that's genius. Hong Kong is trialling ground-level signal lights so pedestrians can see them while browsing smartphones. So you so don't get well. Yeah, what they're putting their like road signals on the floor, so you don't have to look up from your phone. Oh, okay. Jesus! Yeah, not even at crossing the lights do you have to look up from your phone. Like we've even out getting like weirdly tin hatish. Like it's strange, isn't it? How every, it's like every, everything is more directed towards just everybody just be on your own <laughs> at all times and don't talk or make eye contact with anybody and just go about your fucking life. The it's very is, strange. The option is people not being on their phone just wasn't... That's, that's not on the table. <laughs> no. You're going to have to work around this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, man chopped off his own penis while, di- while dreaming about slaughtering a goat. Oh no! I'm not sure you can just throw this in in the midst of what we've just well, been talking about. Well, all I know is what? he probably deserved to lose his cock if you're dreaming about slaughtering a goat. Mm. Like that's a weird dream to have. What else anyway. will make of this? If you're yeah. talking to a horse a bit, she's going, "Whoa, you got to sort yourself out, son." <laughs> Look, that's that's a big process to go through before you get to that stage as well. Like, yeah, yeah, where yeah. He's yeah. got a got the knife and all of this while he's technically asleep. Mm-hmm. He's positioned it. Also, let's be honest. If anyone's tried to cut a bit of flaccid meat before, it's not quite easy. (laughs) So, like, unless he was getting it with one swipe, I don't know. Yeah. What a (laughs) fucking mess. Um, Britain's most tattooed man is furious after being kicked out of a supermarket. What was he kicked out for? Looking offensive. Uh. Ouch. This thing, I know you get the things from people that are covered head to toe in tattoos and they'll say like, I shouldn't be discriminated against in interviews, this and that. Most of that, fair enough. I do, I do think if you've got your entire face tattooed to look like the devil, then maybe we don't want you working with kids or yeah. in this instance, courses for courses. Well, yeah, in this instance, we don't want you buying food this, and we don't want you surviving to fucking die. Su- this can't be surprising <laughs> because there's the ones where people complain that people stare at me in the street. Like, Surely you're aware that's going to happen when you get your entire body and more tattooed. I might cynically suggest for some of you that's entirely why you did it, maybe. This bloke yeah. <laughs> but there's a, there's a big thing of that, isn't it? it was where kind of, I want you to be offended by yeah. me so I can there's, go back at you. Because did like, it show a picture of him or anything? Yeah, did you see, so yeah. what, was the, what was offensive about him? I, I mean, his, his face is literally grey at this point with like... Yeah. Um, did he get but his eyeballs what, done? But what I mean is, like, when you look at him, like, it's what would a scream offensive to me in those terms would almost be like, you have, like, like pure nudity on your, no, on your no, face. There was, there was, or you have shitloads of, I like, mean, swastikas and all that stop, sort of stuff. I didn't stop for long. There was nothing that stood out as going, like, 
I mean, he didn't have like fuck tattooed across his forehead. Yeah, it's got to be more to it than meets the eye. Than the original case. It's probably just someone's complained, and that's yeah. Because yeah, I tell you what, yeah. that man get a serious bit of money, wouldn't he? From oh yeah, that? I don't know because it, I there, there's that. As long as he doesn't have something that is like objectively offensive. That's what offensive. I'm saying. If he ain't no, got no. swastikas if it's just on that, him and all, it's a tattoo. Because some yeah. people, particularly of a certain age, has to be said, just any tattoo is seen as all once a bit. So that's fair enough face. in certain but places, but in a shopping, in a shopping centre, yeah, because they're all like. Uh, private residences there's always the thing where it says we reserve the right to refuse admission so technically they can refuse anyone true on that basis because they can say well we're not stopping you from eating you can go somewhere else I mean there is also levels to it like you shouldn't not get you shouldn't not get a job working in that same supermarket because you have a tattoo on your arm but at the same Mm. time if you're customer facing they do have to consider do customers want to face you (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. i'm not even ruling out like you can't have a face tattoo it's not one that i would get because i mean (laughs) i'm not sure i can pull that off but at the same time there's levels like and this guy i mean he should have been able to go shopping but maybe he was just being a bastard and yeah like i said there was probably more to it wasn't there yeah, it's no, they kick up a sting because oh, in my tattoos. So, yeah. No, no, it's just because you've thrown the fish oil over. <laughs> the yeah. entire thing is currently on the deck. Um, all right, so we'll move on from news of the week. Thinking so, with uh, offensive tattoos, that, that original KSI opponent who literally has white power on his body, and they're like, no he's like, it's not, I wasn't racist. I'm going to go out and say I think that yeah. one is. The Godwin twins are from uh, from the w- late ninety eight sort of time. You've probably seen them a couple of times on. Not sure when you've been watching. They like DOA. They yeah, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. So those two there have two SS tattoos on them, wow. and like they it's didn't kind of they didn't kind of realise about it until it was too late, sort of thing. <laughs> until it, they were right there and <laughs> they were on show, and someone was like, "Send those tattoos on them guys," like, and you and you sk- gave them skinheads and all, <laughs> and, you, and they're like, "Bikers, this yeah. heel turn's gone too far." Lad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this weekend, uh, a rare bit of sport will have this episode. Arsenal versus Fulham did take place. Uh, we are still top of the league. If anyone uh, was curious. The main reason I'm telling this is there was some genuinely awful people around me. And I saw a thing on The Athletic the other week after the first game of the season where someone was saying, should I be able to complain if I've got someone irritating sat next to my season ticket? And for the most part, it sounded very childish. He's complaining that the guy was too into the game. He was trying to manage from the sidelines and all of this, which is irritating, but it's not a lot you can do about it. No. I messaged both of you. I did message uh, Troy particularly to say about Tierney that, the guy behind me before kickoff was already, he was just ranting. He was like, my left backs need to be eating caviar. My left back can't be eating fish and chips. He kept <laughs> well, doing... I don't even really know what that means. No, he <laughs> sounded he sounded like um, a shit impression of um, Lippy from Filthy Fellas. And not even in the voice. It was just that everything was trying to be like a catchphrase. Right. He just kept going, this flank is out of service. And he just kept saying it to the point where... I had a rare bit of uh, small talk just to get the guy next to me on side where I said, do you think you like Sinchenko? And he was loving it. <laughs> but this guy was bad as well because every time anyone beat a man, he's going, good boy, good boy. Oh. And he was, I mean, we had 60% of the ball every single time he was doing so this. So he's hearing that he's quite going, a bit. Good boy, good boy. So is this the guy you thought you made an alliance with? Yeah. Oh, he God. Was, so he, he was just doing shocker. this all game, all game. The guy behind was the guy who was shouting at uh, Tierney. Yeah. He kept going, sell him to United, 25 million, no add-ons, 2-5. Jesus. 
and he just kept going on and on but he was a very big guy so people were huffing and puffing but no one was going to say anything (laughs) myself included yeah after the game Twitter was awash with fucking just shit basically we'll we'll, we'll get on to that there's a shocking twist Tierney did have a bad game but it wasn't this bad, but it was kind. Of, yeah, it was kind of be t- uh, to be expected performance from him. He was also way, playing a new role. He was playing that kind of inverted yeah. wing back where you go into midfield and yeah, where his game used to is hugging the touch get the ball, run with the ball, cross the ball, yeah, <laughs> get back. <laughs> um, and I was reminded by something. I think it was in the All or Nothing documentary, and I think it may have been about Arteta that said it, where he asked about the fans being on side with him now and he said something like circumstance dictates reaction or something along those lines. And I did think that when I compared my reaction in the ground to the Saliba on goal against Leicester to the Gabriel one, where I was checking myself out that that was a bit much. That was a bit much. But the, the ground was like that. I'm saying all this to say, we get the goal to go 2-1 up in the 86th minute. And I always text my uncle or a group chat or whatever to say, is everything all right with the goal? Because you don't know in the ground and it just saves the horrible VAR check. And he texted me back, said, all okay. I tell my mate next to me, oh, it's all all right. It's all all right. He's a loud mouth, this guy. He went, it's all right. He says it's all right. <laughs> and this, this, cheer, this cheer, this little section goes up behind me. Two seconds later, up on the screen, VAR check, potential handball. <laughs> And I think, if they rule this out, I'm not going to make it out of here. God <laughs> see. And I text my uncle and I thought you said it was okay. And the guy next to me is going, I thought you said it was okay, mate. <laughs> I was going, well, I thought it was. And we're waiting and it felt like the longest period of the entire game. You briefly became the Allegri yeah, kid. Until the goal went in. And I thought, oh, thank God. I mean, you could see the pressure in the ground. The, the kid, good boy kid, started hugging me. And I thought, Jesus. I mean we got to get people on side here. I won't complain too much. Um, but yeah, that short period with the VAR check going on, I felt the eyes on me. <laughs> and there was going to be no escape. Sweaty palms. Yeah. We got there in the end. The big part of this game though was, I mean, I must have missed the party hats coming out. I must have missed the loud celebrations that have been referred to by Richard Keyes in particular and the rest of the celebration police. And we've kind of done that topic before. This one I actually thought was less than the ones that we've been criticised for previously. Like, I didn't actually think the celebrations were that much this time. I'm More just than a just, team happy that yeah. they'd won. And it was a tense game. Like, yeah. I've not heard the ground like that in a while. The Mitrovic, I think, just riles people up. <laughs> yeah. Scares you a bit as well. He's a good player, isn't he, really? Yeah. Well, when... Because when, uh, I think you text me, Troy, that he kept leaving one on Saliba. Mm. And then when Saliba left one back on him and Mitrovic had to go off, I saw him walking towards the touchline and there's like thousands of people on the side and they're all going, wanker and doing all this to him. And I thought, that's only going to make him worse. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. do this. And then he Appease scored it. and that's probably anything, why he went. Yeah, give him a clap. As he yeah. went <laughs> mental. He went mental when he scored, didn't he? Yeah. But the whole place just went like that. I mean, I usually get straight out of there. I mean, I had a lot of dance in my seat when the Saliba song came on. It's been in my head ever since. <laughs> that slow-mo of Ramsdale taking his head off of the ball is pretty cool <laughs> as well, isn't it? Did well to firm it. I yeah. thought he should, he should he be did. out. Yeah, to be well, fair. This was one of them and I usually criticise people for trying to do it. When I captioned that with the Leon Edwards pound for pound headshot dead, I thought I had a banger on my hands. You thought, <laughs> I've nailed it. And I had one ha-ha and that was that one I was done. So my yeah. audience That's wasn't, so what, destroying. wasn't what I thought it was. Yeah. 
Um, but it wasn't as bad as the people that put the hashtag Love Island after their tweets and then no way and then they don't get the they didn't get the retweets after so that was Jeez. they were the worst ones for me. But the whole thing with this and um, well actually several questions. The main response to Richard Keys has been calling him hairy hands. Doesn't seem unfair. How hairy do your hands have to to be before it's an issue? Like before, where people give you a second look. Because every time I see him get called hairy hands, I have a little look at mine and go, yeah. and he's all right. <laughs> yeah. Is there anyone looking at me like I'm Chewbacca on the way past? If you start coming out of outlandish tweets, <laughs> then we're going to be calling you hairy hands. Yeah, if someone does that to me, I'm going to be on, on the ropes. <laughs> because <laughs> because I've, you can't shave your hands, can you? Like, <laughs> you just got to accept I've got hairy hands. <laughs> to, the, to the video that the BN Sports had put on, uh, some of the replies were quite embarrassing as well. Like one guy was like, "What's wrong? Uh, what's wrong, Keys? BT Sport not getting enough viewers? <laughs> Had to say some outlandish comments, do ya?" And it was kind of like, "Really, you have to just go that down that route, get the whole thing wrong?" <laughs> like, like BN Sports ever needs yeah. more viewers? Well, I'm pretty I've sure they're pretty big out there, second, you know. Actually, but like, in terms, I've got more on the hairy hands part of this. I did also people. And I know I get the comparison. It is funny. People called him uh, a fully grown version of Hasbulla. Like, Hasbulla is fully grown. You understand that, right, guys? That's, that's kind of the point of why. Yeah. <laughs> also, I think people need to stop retweeting that because we've all seen that tweet now several times. It's it's cheating when you get the retweets for posting it, this. It's a bit grubby, isn't it? Yeah. Whoever was the original, fair play. After We're in that. that culture at the minute, though. I keep seeing it happen. Everybody, everyone at the moment has bought a meal deal from Tesco <laughs> and then been asked by the man behind the counter, would you like to go for a drink? Say, no, I have a boyfriend. And now, no, I meant the meal deal. I keep seeing it posted and every... I don't know why. Why should it annoy me? It doesn't. It does. <laughs> I thought you were about to rule out asking people what their meal deals are because oh, that's no. the whole second half of this episode gone, if so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I wrote down on this. Should you wax your back and chest before going on a holiday? I remember before I went to Zanti and before I went to Cavos, this was a real dilemma I had. And I did do it both times. And for one, I should have got it done somewhere proper because asking my brother to do it was bad. <laughs> asking my mum to do it was probably worse. Yeah. And like when it's drawing blood, like that's Ooh, not good. Something's gone wrong. Yeah. My brother was trying to do it slowly and just thought it was funny. And I, I am a victim at that point because what can I do? Like it has to come off. Yeah. 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 Um, Unless like, like I don't know. Obviously, everyone's got different levels of hair, aren't they? <laughs> do you get what I mean? Like, so my friend. My friend Jack has got like a carpet that runs from the bottom of his neck all the way around his whole body. Mentally, it's like that's rough. I've got dark hair, but I see some people, and I'm like, I'm actually don't think I'm that hairy. When I see like the lad we always refer to as uh, name running with waft, like he's hairy, and it, it's always the people that perhaps you wouldn't expect it from. Yeah, and they, as you say, just a carpet. It's yeah, look, I've got just a bit of chest hair and I, I've never had back hair really the old stray back hair but because my hair's so fair I, I wouldn't wax it on it but just go for, for a bit of future advice Luke use some of that Veet hair removal so cream so my hair's too thick which is it which is no a real way. issue <laughs> yeah. what the, the removal um, cream won't even take it off uh, it does but it's it, it's not a good look okay it can be it's, patchy yeah, and yeah. stuff okay. so this was why I thought looking back I mean, the I, wax 
I, I wrote down oh, the man. questions and I didn't really consider how weird I'd feel talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember at the time... Well, the, these would also be most applicable to you. Like, I've yeah. never had to have a wax. So no, this I've is never not thought a problem, about I it either. I've spoken to people at the time and like this was a thing. Yeah, 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 like, for sure. Yeah, because yeah. I remember being around... Can't the, relate, I remember sorry. being around the pool in like Zante and Cabos and seeing a lad with like a hairy back and it was like... She looked out of place, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, lucky he is. He's not going to pull in anyone with that. Imagine if not that it helped me. Imagine if, yeah. (laughs) Imagine if he just had like a string of birds following him. Well, that is the only one with a bit of Chester. (laughs) Turns out we love it. Going for a bit of the (laughs) rap. It was like such because I mean my hair's dark, so if I was getting it done, like you don't want to get it done the day before you go because then you just look a bit raw. And even after, you don't want to be looking like you're prickly. No, well, I've got to be like Five scratching someone on the way past. Yeah, it, it was, I remember at the time uh, Alex worked at a gym, and I remember messaging him like, "Can you be able to hook me up? Like, someone's going to do this." And I can't even remember what he, he said. Something to put me off, and it was something that was just completely reasonable. Like, it could be a woman doing this, or it could be. And I remember thinking that's a bit much. This. <laughs> Jeez, but I don't want to get weird, do I? <laughs> the whole. The whole thing with it is like, I remember when I went to Fuerteventura, maybe the most boring holiday I've been on, to, but nothing there. But yeah. going in the sea, and there was a bloke like that who looked like if you chucked a cat in water and then took him out, <laughs> it was just like you shouldn't be that hairy. And all I could think of was those old Ricky Gervais episodes with the hairy Chinese kid. <laughs> the worst ones are the ones that are like, chewing gum that's been dropped behind oh, the back of a sofa. It was so bad. And you I, know, and, they, and it's just like kind of them patchy fur balls on people. Well, like, Because oh. at the same time I was looking at him like, there is no point you sh- you shave him because if you are this hairy, it's just going to be back within no time anyway. Yeah. He yeah, just clearly... My just friend, that lad I just was on about with all the hair, one Christmas he got a massive back shaver. Back shaver. So it's like, it looks like a big razor, but it's giant. And it's the most funniest <laughs> thing you'll ever see. He took a photo of it and sent it to us. And for um, scale purposes, he put it on top of the, the toilet. And it fucking was the size of a whole toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and this was, yeah, shaving his back. Like, like one of the window cleaners, but yeah, shaved. pretty much. A squilchy. <laughs> there must be a thing with so many blokes that, like, whether they get married or they've just settled down and it's just the biggest relief because they're almost like, I don't really need to impress anyone else now. It's <laughs> like, oh, a for thing. a poor woman. Yeah. She's nah, yeah. so under false pretenses. It, it definitely <laughs> happens though. We definitely like, yeah, get to that stage in in a relationship where you kind of just like, I don't really need to gel my yeah. hair. I don't really like, need to do this type of stuff. Him, though. She goes like, I'll stop, now. I'll stop wearing makeup now. I don't need to. And he goes, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. wait, love. You well, wait till you see my back in a couple of months. <laughs> I scroll past the TikToks and it's always some like cheesy American creator who thinks they're the first person to make this joke. And it's like, it's a bird saying like the first time I farted in front of him. And then it's him doing something like kicking her out or something like this. But it's awful, awful. And we're going to talk about the algorithm later. So if you're, uh, if you think about that conspiracy, then we'll be there later. But... <laughs> Is that like the equivalent? Like, that's the step up. Like, the first time this guy just decides not to shave and he's just hoping she doesn't know it or just doesn't mention it. Because that's got to be a bit much. Well, when, so the first time he don't shave. The, the shave. first time... So if you're not the equivalent to her first, farting in front of you, what I'm saying, I'm saying, like, that's that's a thing that everyone is, is going to, like, no matter what any bird claims, mm. they are going to fart in front of a block at some stage. Yeah, yeah. It's going to happen. 
They all claim they don't this for bloke could good technically just keep shaving. And so is this bird going to be in for a shock? Like when oh, when they settle so down, <laughs> that's a bit longer than I remember it being. <laughs> oh, what you still we talking about like body hair still yeah, and yeah. stuff? Like, yeah, yeah, I didn't think we'd be on it this long either. No. But. <laughs> <laughs> but like, imagine that's the reason you break up. I just couldn't take it anymore. I yeah, like take it anymore. He was clogging the plug hole in the shower. <laughs> he had more hair on his back than his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's got to be a tough gig. If you're one of these people, but then also you recede on top. Yeah. You got to think, what sort of hand have I been dealt? Yeah, here? what has life done to me here? Yeah, <laughs> the kid with ginger hair is saying, what hand have you been dealt here? I mean, I realise some level of irony. I mean, but... Richard Keys has a lot to answer for for prompting this because now. They do always show him without his hands in the shot now, I come to think about it. I wish they would do that with Rogan. <laughs> Every time with the US, he's like, can we get Rogan's hand out of here? I don't know if <laughs> I need to see it. I don't know if it was true. I remember in an old job being told a story of uh, a kid who didn't have a dad. Sad, sad way to start the story. So no one taught bring him, it back, so, bring it back. So no one taught him how to shave. And so they claimed that he would use the shaving foam right up to underneath his eyes. <laughs> what? And they claimed that his like see a fucking They claimed that like, like his stubble went up as high as like just under like the bags of his eyes. He was actually a wolf. <laughs> like he just had this horrible stubble that was just so high because since the age of like fourteen he'd just been shaving there constantly. Oh, just shaving a bit of skin. Because we do have hair there, don't mad. we? We yeah. do have a bit of hair there. Yeah, but not... Like, and he's so, been doing it because no one ever told him how to do it. I mean, yeah, I because mean, there's that whole thing. His dad may not have been around. Did, did like, common sense leave with his dad or something? Oh, no. or did he not watch Home Alone? <laughs> like, come on. In Home Alone, you see the boy shave and that there was what taught me how to fucking shave. That might be is he, like, shoving his toothbrush yeah. in his ears or something yeah. as well. Like, well yeah, my, dad, no. my dad left, so I didn't know what I was doing, really. <laughs> it may have just been a good story. Yeah. I don't know the kid. Yeah. <laughs> you ever cleaned your foreskin? What's yeah. that? <laughs> uh, I remember. This guy actually had a girlfriend that like, I insist, you've got to shave your eyelids or I'm not going to be with you. Well, I remember the yeah. next time I shaved after that, looking like, how high am I doing this? It's <laughs> <laughs> making sure that I wasn't having any issues here. Yeah, because Nathan, when he gets the, the, the blade, on, he'll often like shave my. I've got a scar on the side of my, and he'll shave clean over that. And I think like, why are you, why are you trimming me up round here? <laughs> you know, I don't need me me under eye done, my I mean, cheek. I mean, maybe he's secretly the guy I've heard about, and this possibly, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Than I know that's why, yeah. And he's <laughs> yeah, too careful. Let's get that. He's, he's now just yeah. trying to inflict it on everyone else. Why are you shaving them eye goldies? Why are you shaving my throat? Well, uh, come on, let's get it clean. Outside of that, um. I'm back to Richard Keys. The the talk, when are we ever too far from Richard Keys? But like talk sport opinions and all of them talk sport. We now see it with Keys and Gray. The fact they're still doing it today. Richard Keys has done two segments and a column on this, by the way. Yeah, a bit weird. Yeah, but should, was sorry. Go on. So should you avoid the blatant clickbait, or should you call out these clowns for the nonsense that they do spout? Because ignoring it they are getting the engagements anyway and it does feel good when you correct them but then also quite dirty because you know you've contributed to what they ultimately want so for for ages I've had talk sport blocks I've got B in blocks I've got all these blocks because it's I don't want to feed yeah. into what they're doing but is that the right thing to do well I mean even like when you block these accounts what will happen is a suggested for you page will pop up with the exact same statement just the under a name of like Premier League news and, and, and the, yeah and yeah. so like you you actually can't escape this reactionary bullshit and it's it's almost like it's taken directly from mainstream society 
mainstream media and stuff have went down that route the last 10, 15 years or so. We see it through social media where everything is... Basically, nobody's got an attention span anymore. <laughs> that's that's the hard fact of it. It's No one has the time to sit and read a 15-minute article. Never. Like, that doesn't happen anymore. What happens now is 30-second articles. Then it's, what's next? What can we get your attention with next? You, I know you're going on to algorithms in a minute, but... No, that's a bit it, later. But, yeah, but it, it fucks things up yeah. in a way of, like... Your psyche can't deal with it properly because one minute it's a it's a baby, you know, laughing. The next minute it's a, a man getting beheaded. Next minute it's Keyes <laughs> getting beheaded. Yeah, or a bit all that. <laughs> next minute it's Alan Keyes talking about fucking whatever he's yeah. on. About. I mean Richard yeah. Keyes. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's so tricky to to ignore it unless you unless you literally just try and ignore all football news and like yourself subscribe to something like The Athletic well, like the, the, which is where it seems like the only real journey even then some of theirs is even then bit, it can go towards exactly it has to it? still be reactionary doesn't it because ultimately everything is about the sell yeah. and the only way to sell is sensationalise exactly that's why yeah, the yeah. issue a lot of the not to get too deep some of the fake news stuff is obviously bollocks but the problem is they give you just enough to go on yeah. because they know they have to sell a certain amount which is how and it's even just the type of things about. that they claim as news you know, it'd just be like, they, they, they've actually written a whole article about Roy Keane um, making a joke about Gary Neville's shoe. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, that, I yeah. see these articles every day that pop up. Oh my God, what did Keno say this time? And, all, and you're like, really? In the comments, like, there's loads. The, and, oh. the celebration police stuff. We've heard like every single angle of this now. And this is the other thing. I don't know why. But then uh, my... My argument with this, you said about is it better to ignore it or whatever. I, where I don't, I don't quite get it with people's reactions is how you have any real level of reaction. Well, you know, because you know what they're doing. That's what stops me. Yeah, but yeah. So I know that certain people are doing this to provoke a reaction, like you said, Talksport or Keys and Grey. We know what they're doing. So why you would ever give them that, I don't understand. But also, how how are you able to? I would not be able to summon that level of emotion about if. Liverpool over celebrated something and then they go oh we celebrate if we haven't won anything I, mean, I, I just don't, wouldn't care I'm always amazed by you do get enough people who genuinely do care like mm. how dare you suggest well, because, we're doing yeah. that and it's like, I just can't imagine being that bothered by it because even among fans the reaction seems fairly like blanketed across now that everyone feels the same way like, I remember we spoke about it and there was the headlines after Spurs I'm not to bring it back up took points off you last season and yep. people were doing the, look at Harry Kane celebrating like he just won the league. And I came on on a Monday and said, I don't get that because they've been like, not in a slump, but they're trying to work their way back up. They've just taken points or the, that was to take the lead, I think, off one of the contenders for the title. Why the hell would you not be celebrating? They were five of the top four as well. Yeah. Well, they didn't have anything on the and line. Ultimately, probably exactly. turn the, turn the tide for them. And, I'm coming on here and saying, even I don't understand this, but usually, so after this Arsenal one, it will be a pocket of maybe United and Spurs fans going, well, look at them, they've not beat anyone yet and they're celebrating like this. Because soon, uh, no, it was Richard Keys again. What are they going to do? They're going to strip strip bollock naked and celebrate on the pitch when they when they beat, or when they win a trophy, what are they going to do then? They're quite something if they did. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's almost like they're trying to think like, well, if this is the... If this is the level of celebration now, how can they get any happier than that? You know? If they won the Champions League or... The main thing with this one, as you said, I 
didn't really see a particularly big celebration. No, <laughs> that, uh, it's not fairly routine. In in the in the crowd, they put this silly the tequila song on, and you had people that were genuinely. It was the happiest I've seen in a while mm. because it's a new chant. People are just getting into it, and it's an easy one to get along with. And I was trying to get out of my row, and there was people like I mean, not they're not disco dance or anything, but they're having a little boy up and down in their seat singing a song, and you couldn't get out for a couple of minutes. It wasn't like on the pitch. They're feeding in because it goes back and forth now. And they said, well, Arsenal having a lot to celebrate, so you can understand. It's even then. So should we say that, like, Crystal Palace, they're not going to get relegated. They're, they're not going to win the league. Should they ever celebrate a yeah, win? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. The I, whole thing is just mental. If it's based on winning, at most you're going to have four teams celebrating, aren't you? Yeah. At most. Probably two or three, so. And, like... Because TalkSport's opinions are so bad that every time Laura Woods makes a simple point, it's clipped up and shared nationwide with people giving the clapping emoji going, fair play, tells I mean, it like it is. Because I love Laura Woods, yeah. but I do really resent that. Yeah. Mainly because it's blokes being cucks, basically looking, oh, isn't she great? But also just the main thing, of, like you said, it's the most basic point. It's basically, Keys or Grey or whatever will make a stupid point. She'll say, I don't agree with that. Yeah. Like, she's yeah. a national treasure. On the contrary like, to that. Yeah. Because there was the one that she did she with... like, I don't think you should hit children. It's like, wow, this yeah. woman, she's there, great. There was the one she had with O'Hara at the end of last season where he was saying, Arsenal bottled it. And she was like, well, I think if you play back what you did and I mean, I, I wasn't surprised any Spurs fan would make that point and I wasn't surprised any Arsenal fan would make the point she did. And then like, the headlines I saw were like, Laura Woods classically puts Jamie yeah. O'Hara in his place. And then again, after the Anthony Joshua loss where he's going well I'm not having it people saying it was a good performance he lost and she's going well he's the second best he's the best boxer in the world and people going she's done it again she's uh, put him yeah. in his place again and then people kind of use that as some sort of weird like support of feminism when in truth you've been patronising because she's making a basic point and you're going well, even a woman can say that yeah. in a way which is a bit like yeah it is that it's painful it? Yeah, yeah it's just being misogynistic yeah. like yeah and, and let's face it normally beating up on idiots like O'Hara really like, <laughs> well if you can't beat him then you're in a bit of trouble <laughs> I did see United fan only said I'm not gonna I'm not sure that Anthony's a good player until I see Gabby Agbon Lahore confirm it <laughs> <laughs> I did see um, Sunes on talk, on TalkSport talking down um, Martinez I did think fantastic news for United fans he's going to be great don't worry he'll be absolutely fine yeah I was going to be on board and then I saw him doing the celebration police stuff and I thought you know what it's about time people stop insulting this guy's height <laughs> because it's too, too far now I don't think you're ever going to be able to take that stance no it's a shame Connor can't be on this Thursday um, he's got to have a few things prepared but anyway also this weekend we have had Whitcomb Cider Festival around here Reading and Leeds Festival have been on too First question I have, have either of you been to a festival previously? Yeah. Did you like the experience? Uh, yeah, when I went. But did you camp think, or did you go for the day? Uh, I camped at Reading, um, camped at Park Life, but the Cider Festival, I never camped there. No, no, no. That's local, this was just, local, yeah, just it, yeah. making it topical. But yeah, no, I did enjoy the whole camping thing because obviously just meaning that whole of like, you know, you can go back to the tent whenever you want. And sort of arrange your day around what You're you want to do. Saying this to the wrong person here, we've got uh, very different views. Of this. Yeah. <laughs> see, I thought you'd be more up for that, just simply because you can be like, right, I want to see Biffy Clyro at seven, and then so I, you know, and then arrange your day. So, 
I remember I don't going to play an hour of football manager in my tent at four. <laughs> no, I remember going to Wireless. You're just coming out, Luke. Where are you? Yeah. Just to say, I've got a cup final. Yeah, I'm in the League Cup, <laughs> you fool. I went to Wireless for the first time in 2013. I had a great day there. Crowd was good. Jay Z was the headline. He brought out weather sunny, was it? Nice weather, like yeah. He brought and he brought out Justin Timberlake to perform Holy Grail. If you just want to confirm the point in time that we were at, it was just <laughs> yeah. the, the Magna Carta album had just come out, and then. That same summer, I was going to uh, Reading and just the experiences could not have been further apart. But for Wireless, I remember walking down. Wireless is not a camping one, is it? No, no. So I was walking down to see John Bellion, actually, as the first act of the day. And I mean, really just to compare the experiences. He was a guy who was like a YouTube singer, but I quite liked him at the time. Okay, so so this is Reading now, yeah? No, this was Wireless. So Wireless... Saw John Belly on there. I remember walking to see him, first act of the day. And a girl walked past me with her tits out. Now, not just the phrase like a 50-year-old man says about a pop star. Like, she was just walking with them out. And this was the first thing I saw since going in there. And... First pair of tits you'd seen all day. <laughs> well, all day, yeah. <laughs> for a while. Um, I don't know if it was a choice of attire for the day, if she didn't just know. I mean, maybe that does change the context of the story. But really, I'm just going to compare and contrast. Maybe she it. thought she was going to a nudist beach. Yeah. What was that? I don't yeah. know. Like, so when I went to when I went to Reading then, everyone had their tits in. Your expectations, <laughs> was Your expectations were high. Well, I was just saying up. more like, I mean, that was a good start to the day. This one... We got there, we were in the last possible camping site because people could Ugh. pay to go down two days earlier. Yeah, yeah. No Ooh. music on, just to camp A bit closer. Here. Jesus. Uh, one of yeah, the Redding's ass- like a, a, a fucking city. Yeah, one of the assholes that we'd gone with said that his car couldn't take the weight of everyone's bags. And so two of us had to walk from oh, no. the place that we'd parked to get there. So I was already in a bad mood at that point. Then we're going to the last possible camping place. Whole place just stunk of shit, really. Yeah, which, real wasn't, bad. which wasn't good. Um, exactly. You've got to get as far away from the toilets as you possibly well, can. I mean, I was as far away from everything as possible. My feet were <laughs> killing me. I then had to. He was walk, in a different county at this point. I had to walk back. God knows how far just to even see any music every day. I realised the the week I was in for when on the first day I was trying to watch Bastille, and people were trying to mosh to Pompeii. <laughs> And I thought this around is, that time, it, the moshing stuff was really in, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I like, can remember. This is the crowd I'm going to be. With. I mean, but it was 14 year olds doing the moshing and stuff when it was so annoying. I can't set up a tent. Dying, eh? I can't set up a tent, so that's already a bad start. Fuck me. I needed a shit almost immediately, and the lad I was with said I couldn't shit in his tent, which was harsh. I thought at the time, and more understandable now I look back. Yeah, definitely. Why are you trying to shit in someone's tent? Well, I'd, I'd they heard, got, I've, they I've, got I've, they've I've, got facilities for they that. Were so they were horrific. So, what, so what did you think his answer was well, going to be? I'd heard of people like just basically putting like a Pringles tube up to their ass and shit in <laughs> the Pringles tube. And he took one look at you and thought, "Well, that's not." I won't that's name it, and then <laughs> taking it in the dance. I won't name names. Yeah, one of the goat. other lads we went with who's been on this podcast did resort he had his own tent and he was shitting in a Pringles tube fucking hell <laughs> my friend Daryl uh, Daryl yeah. he couldn't we, when we were at Reading he couldn't piss for the whole weekend well this was an issue was for on, me because he was I, on cat I like, was done. <laughs> oh that wasn't the reason for me I'll take that back <laughs> yeah. I need my feng shui like if, if I'm trying to have a shit and someone tries like coming in the door before they realise it's locked that's put me off at this point yeah like, yeah I yeah I need my time to readjust 
yeah. and get back in the zone. You knew going in. So I did know. Yeah, so yeah, so I'll tell you. So I'll tell you. So what I tried to do is um, I took some diarrhea tablets on the first day because I thought they'd back me up for hey? the few days I was there. So I thought, thought they'd clock you, me up. You thought you won't go for the weekend? Yeah, yeah. I thought okay. I can last it then for the three days and I can get back home and I'll just have like Randy Marsh when he shits out Bono. What? So hang on a sec. So if you have diarrhea tablets, if you take They basically those, constipate you. Why? Why? Because I didn't want to shit while I was there. No, but why do diarrhea tablets constipate you? I don't understand. That's just what they and, do. I don't think they official the title diarrhea tablets. I'm not yeah, talking about laxative. To shit. I'm not talking about laxative. I'm talking no. about the tablets you take if you have diarrhea. Ah. Okay, if I'd gone there there and taken laxatives, that would be... Why is he trying to bring on the shit (laughs) when he's going to a festival? I clean myself out day one. (laughs) That would be the kind of video that... Factory reset day one. (laughs) That like Vice would have done in 2012. I went to to a festival and took laxatives. (laughs) (laughs) Detox and then took every drug there. A whole article on why this is a bad idea. Like we needed to read 2,000 words on it. I don't know how bad I expected the toilets to stink, but it was somehow worse. Yeah, you know they smell like they smell like what an STD smells like if if that if it had a smell of some sort. I remember we went it's just oh. we went on a school trip when I was in like year four or something. We went to Seven Trent and we basically had a whole day being taught about yeah, sewage. And you had to make your own sewage. I had sweet corn to pour in. Make your own sewage. Yeah, everyone go for a shit everyone, everyone was given something and you poured it in. and It was like this is what sewage looks like basically, and this is what you'll be left with at the end. Seems of a it. much easier way of doing this. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, the the smell was Christ, but it was worse than that. And so I mean, that's I'm going. The tablets didn't work, but what they did do is eventually on the second day when I needed a shit, it was now going to be a worse shit because it was just going to be a, there was no going in and out. Yeah. Um, over the years, the what I'm prepared to say on here is just kind of <laughs> yeah, awful. yeah. Look, we're but I got to the point where I've been there, and it was fair play to anyone still with us. It was taking it was taking my time because I, I had to. I used half, half a roll of toilet paper just preparing the seat. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it was grim. And I thought, if I go early in the morning, it's not going to be as bad. They're not like portaloos either, are they? They're like, literally go up some yeah. steps. They're like, and then it's they've just been over a hole in the ground. Where yeah. They've been, mo- they've been brought in on a lorry, but they're not your traditional portaloo, um, is it? We'd heard a story that someone had gone swimming in there. And that had just made Excuse me feel me? ill. Yeah. That's death. That is death. Yeah. And you'd have this thing that would go past every morning. It would just like hoover this out. And then mm. the smell as that carries oh, through. Oh, yeah, that's and the by baddest. The time you got to my campsite, that's the last one. Ugh. And so shit. I have this shit, and then I look and I think, that's not enough toilet roll. Oh, no. I couldn't text anyone to bring me some. And at the time, and you'll know I did this. I used to keep every cinema ticket I had <laughs> from lot so I had like two years worth of cinema tickets one from when I first got the cinema card and I looked down at this wad of tickets that was like as thick as a club sandwich quite pleased with that now, actually yeah it was like as thick as a club sandwich and I thought this is what I'm going to have to use did you, did you start with the worst films? I actually did try that. Let's <laughs> only see. Thought, what, what do I mind going? Well, then I realised like we're going to need the majority of these, so maybe it's not too precious. Nostalgia went out the window. Because you of could have blindfolded. Was there anything me. that was like really ironic that well, you was I using? I, the whole thing was traumatizing. To be fair, but <laughs> I, no, I mean like a film title that you was wiping with, and you were like, <laughs> at, at that point, I'm not sure I was there anymore. Like you could have blindfolded me and given me sandpaper, and I pro- that probably would have been preferable. Oh Christ. god. And you can't double wipe with a cinema ticket either. No, like no. You can't, you can't do it. It's not really a folder, either. is it? No. No, and then 
I just remember getting back and just one of them where you catch your own reflection and it's like, I don't feel good about this. Yeah, your weekend was done at that point. And then, I mean, that was bad enough. I've just told a five minute story about having a shit. Um, they want to charge about six quid for a bacon sandwich. Yeah. There, I mean, Woodstock could have happened again if, if I'd known what to do. <laughs> um, Going as an over 18 year old as well, it's overwhelmingly full of children, isn't so it? So I was 19. Yeah, so even then, you feel like a grown up, and then suddenly, you know, like, I was probably Storms quite is young on the stage, though. I so I've suddenly. Had experiences. Yeah, but, but still on the same side, like, didn't you notice when certain acts were about to start that yeah. thousands of children were just the worst past was, you um, towards the stage? Eminem, actually. Oh, uh, I can imagine. This was right in the. Yeah, I was. When I explain, I mean, I don't you tell this part much of the story. When I kind of try and position it in time, I say that I didn't watch Green Day, which I do regret now, um, or Biffy Clyro, because I was watching Skrillex and uh, Knife Party. (laughs) (laughs) So that really does like position you as to where you were. The the story was was that asap rocky was on before skrillex and so everyone assumed asap rocky was going to come back out and do wild for the night with skrillex which i really liked at the time on the long live asap album didn't do that um and there's only so much um i don't even know how you explain dubstep now but there's only so much of that you can hear how do you explain dubstep now it's a great question Hmm. but so i was stuck for a couple of days just heating up tins of like beans and sausage over a lot of camps though which wasn't helping my ass either to be honest um, I mean, we've not even got to the music yet, really. <laughs> no, that does seem... But we've barely got out the portal. My feet were killing me. The walk each day was a lot. Um, I like all my drinks to be cold, so... Yeah, that's annoying. Warm, warm, strong, but I remember the only night where I was kind of feeling like I was drunk, I went into uh, a mosh pit during Chase and Status' set for, oh, hype, no. for Hypest Hype with um, Temper T and someone shoved me in the back so hard that it just sobered <laughs> me up like that. And I was just immediately sober and I thought... Fucking hell. And I, thought, I can remember them tents giving me like a chest infection. Like they were that dusty. Do you remember what I mean by that? Like where day three and the dust in the tent is just so... Well, it may have been a bit different by the fact that I was literally like halfway back home I can remember going global gathering when I was like 16 and um, obviously global gathering was like quite a, a serious experience you, it was an over 18s festival for a start so being there at 16 I already felt like I was the bee's knees <laughs> and like I can remember there was a fun fair there and it was like something out of a surreal film like like a, like a carpenter film or something where everyone in the, this fair was smashed off their fucking head <laughs> like on every pill imaginable and on fair rides and it was just insane <laughs> but yeah I can remember that it was like uh, a write off weather wise and it was yeah. really bad weather and them sort of festivals are a different experience well this was a big thing was Real like for, for seeing people a one day of wireless people no matter what they've taken are in like a happy zone like by day three of people doing this, yeah. it's like a different vibe mm. around the place. And I remember two, people are getting trench foot. Well, two years late, two years later, I had a rush of blood, and I booked a ticket to go again. 
And I think within 12 hours, I'd realised what I'd done and sold my ticket to someone <laughs> yeah, else. Fuck that. So I was like, well, I don't know why I did this. I can remember when we was all leaving and, and like my brain just does this, these weird situations, just puts them up in my, in my head. And I was looking around thinking like, it's like some sort of like first world refugee like <laughs> crisis. Yeah. Everyone's leaving their tent behind and all. And people was just yes, wheeling crates of Carlin yeah. around and shit. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was sharing a tent uh, with a lad I remember after the first night I was snoring which won't be a surprise to TK and he said to me I don't know if I can I can have a night of this and I thought well I don't really know what I'm going to do here yeah. <laughs> I can't just so go I'm and get outside the tent, tent am I and also I wouldn't have been able to put the tent up so, so <laughs> I've really me. been in trouble but the the whole thing was just I have positive memories of seeing several of the acts Squirrelex Oh, mainly Eminem. I mean, Eminem brought Dido out. That was a nice one looking back on. But other than that, by the third day, it was like this is never again. Yeah, my favorite festivals at this at this stage in life are like I'm not going unless it's something that really screams out to me. I do a day and happily, but I would. Yeah, like, yeah. If it was literally again though, if there was someone I really wanted to see, but I'm not overpaying for a price uh, I mean for a ticket yeah, well, and then you're in there and you're trying to pay like eight quid for a pint and yeah. stuff I went to Wireless a year later because Kanye was headlining and it was like I'm probably not going to get another chance and after not going to the Watch the Throne touring two years prior I was like I can't miss out on this again I, I remember when Project X came out I'd always watch this um, clip of Steve Aoki at Tomorrowland doing Pursuit of Happiness and thinking I'd love to go there and then little did I know a year later, that would be what I would consider hell on earth. <laughs> yeah. It's funny every how you single... change, isn't it, through life? Well, the more clips you see, it just looks like every every person that goes to a gym, I just assume I wouldn't like. But everyone that looks like they go to a gym, I assume I wouldn't like in like several hundred thousand of them all in one place. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, like that's there's a... Too There's much. A, like a, an account on Twitter at the minute it's just like creatures of Ibiza <laughs> something like that and some of these lads that are on you know they're off to Ibiza or whatever I just think fuck me I'm it's glad I never went there it's the same guy over and over yeah. though it's a yeah, stock yeah. sort of like image with a different tan with yeah. a different shade of tan <laughs> fuck me yeah I couldn't think of anything anywhere worse that'd be my hell on earth you just drop me in Ibiza for a week now like <laughs> no weed no nothing and I'm just in Ibiza Ocean Beach I don't know what I do after mentioning Vice earlier like if we could commission one of these documentaries where we just put you into one of those their groups oh, into these and areas and just do a fly on the wall with you and a group of lads in Ibiza <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'd be great Troy just watching these lads talk he's going can I pull you for a chat yeah. <laughs> Troy just sort of shaking his head yeah. pull you for a chat I guess <laughs> yeah. so, well, we do this do we <laughs> I saw this on um read it literally just before we started when I was just looking if there's anything else that would prompt me and I thought you may have some interesting ones here Troy so the the topic was what are your best are used to work with someone who stories and for example mm. a couple I took down was someone saying uh, a guy who did press ups under his desk to keep fit at random points of the day <laughs> um, a woman who used to smoke two cigarettes at once on her break because she only had 10 minutes Oh, yeah, but I've worked with plenty of people like that. And I wondered if you've had any awful people or any just strange people that just immediately come to mind. Yeah. Immediately come to mind, though. I don't know. What do you you think? This is a 
less low key, more low key than those two. I remember a woman sat in an office I used to work in and she brought in cards against humanity for her first day because she thought it would break the ice with everyone. And I remember I, 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 not, I didn't even know her name. She came in front of me and put three cards down <laughs> in front of me on my desk. Jeez, I hate people like that. And said, read them out. And I literally said, no. Yeah, yeah. You've got the wrong guy. <laughs> she, you've got the fucking wrong guy. Well, because all, all we knew of her before was that she used to work in the military. And okay. she was basically going to get people in order. And so putting these, I thought, I'm not saying the wrong thing here. And I can't, I can't remember. I think it's funny to kill babies, do you, Luke? Well, I can't remember what it was. <laughs> Just the I cards, can't remember the cards the I had, cards. but it was something like properly weirdly sexual. Right. And I thought, God. I'm just not doing it. <laughs> One, because it's awkward anyway. If it was just someone I knew and they put that in front of me in an office, I'd go, probably not. Mad. I used to work with, um, with like, years and years ago, so back when. Like, you probably wouldn't laugh and stuff at this sort of stuff now, because people are a little bit more entwined with just, you know, having a bit of more empathy with others. I'm a bit worried here. Yeah, like, <laughs> when I worked at the, the Toby Carver, I used to work with a chef who used to get beat up by his wife. And, like, Sick. it wasn't just a case of, like, where it was, like, you know, oh yeah, we think he might get a smack every now and again. Like, this man owned it. He, he he didn't care that anyone knew about it. He was open, very open about the fact that she, he, she wore the trousers and if he didn't do what she said, he then he'd be coming in with a black eye tomorrow. <laughs> it was insane. He used to answer the phone to her at the side, at the, on the pub in his chef white and all. And he'd go like, hello baby, you okay baby? Like, and it was the most cringiest thing ever. And he'd have to butter her up all his life. They're probably still together. He's like, oh, for sure. Oh, they're, they're, Unless she's yeah, let him yeah. out. And then yeah, he, yeah, isn't it? He's, def- he's there for life. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's wearing the trousers and then being told you won't be wearing your trousers. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. What I say. Being beaten into some trousers. Yeah. I bet you saw some sights in that carvery, to be fair. I also <laughs> worked with a guy on in the building sites because obviously that's that's where my brain went to immediately of just thinking of the types of nutters you, you, you bump <laughs> yeah. into and stuff. And I used to work with a guy who like, you know, he was a proper eleven a reef type. You know, always wanting to top your fucking stories with oh, whatever. Man. And um, he said that basically he was so good at karate that <laughs> that, the, that the guy that like was teaching him basically offered him the business <laughs> and said like you can Come you may, like I want you to partner up with me. <laughs> You're obviously a lot better than this than I am. You're that much of a natural. Um, yeah, he was a fucking idiot. Because, like, you can imagine that wasn't just the only sort of bullshit he'd come... He'd just constantly, every day... Some people like to fill dead air with bullshit, don't they? I've noticed yeah. that when you work with people. Sometimes it's okay to be quiet and not speak. You haven't got to make something up just to come out with something, like, you know? This, this woman I referenced, she wasn't my boss, but she was, like, a manager in the team that I was in. And... Um, I finished lunch one day and she put in my calendar for us to have a meeting down in this bottom office. And I went down there and she said, XYZ is going to come down here in five minutes. Um, I need you to be my witness for this tribunal. <laughs> and, and she went, you'll batter me up, won't you? <laughs> and she said, you don't need to say anything. Just don't, just don't butt it. Just don't rise to anything. Yeah, and I had yeah. to just sit in there, just straight faced and just <laughs> being nosy. I, mean, but I, being went, told I went to, to write something down because I thought, you don't need to write notes. Like in the middle of the thing, you don't need to write notes. Oh, 
Jesus. Who was scribing? Who was scribing this? <laughs> I was. I was just <laughs> sat in. It was something really trivial as well. It's something like this woman sounds a bit. It was like this. It was. It was like this woman. She was stealing this, office supplies. Like, what it was, yeah, it was like this woman basically had been being paid for her lunch break for years, and she'd come in and realised she shouldn't have been being paid for a lunch break. Oh for years. my god, not one of them. Yeah, and it and they weren't saying like you owe us the money back, you owe us the time. No, but it was basically like this stops now. <laughs> sort of- uh, it was like. I've sourced, you a cop- run. I've sourced a yeah. copy of your contract. If you look at this, can you see anywhere where it says that you get your lunch break paid for? And it was proper awkward to be in there with. I didn't even know who the woman was. <laughs> Weird. Like she's looking at Probably me like, like I was a heavy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if shit goes, goes Pete Tong in here, you got my back, right? Boy was <laughs> just silently doing like, his hands come together like my hands are tied in. Like, yeah. I, can't, I can't do well, this. She called me down for a, a meeting again later on and I said, I'm a bit busy. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I can't be, I can't be doing this. She I went back into the military after that, uh, so maybe she was better suited there. It sounds like the military is more way. her environment, I'll be yeah. honest, yeah. Sergeant Major. Yeah, they'll pay you for your lunch breaks there. <laughs> yeah. Whenever you get pulled in a tribunal type thing in, in an office, I always think of... Uh, the Wolf of Wall Street scenes when they're all getting pulled in for those interviews and I just want to say to them are you going to eat that Danish? Even though there's obviously not going to be a Danish there <laughs> just see what see if they have any reaction. Are either of you part of a union? I'm not but I mean re- times recently suggest that I probably should be mm. because one of, one of my friends is in like the teaching business he's not actually a teacher but he kind of works yeah, with, yeah. with children and stuff and um, he's in a union and he's like trust me they're fucking great any 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 shit your employer gives you, you just call your union got rep in. They come in and they basically talk for you and all. It's like they're they're like lawyers almost. Well, like, yeah, you know? a, a guy I used to work with was made redundant after he he constantly made redundant when the high voice where we switched over and any time an emotional subject. Yeah, yes. Any time that happens, <laughs> the going. new company would come in, realize how much they have got to pay him, and then say, "Whoa, whoa, we'll keep you in your job." And eventually, they did get to the point where they were making him redundant, and they tried s- saying that he wasn't going to be paid as much as he should be. And he told me, told his union, which he'd only just joined prior when he had the rumblings that this kind of yeah, thing yeah. could be going on. And he basically left the hard work to them, and they came in stacked up and yeah, said, man. "Like, because your employer will always say to you, like, you don't need, nah, you don't need to be, you don't yeah. need to be a part of a union. Come on, man, we're friends wanna, here. Well, well, we give them a bit always, each month. You don't want to yeah, pay them exactly each month. that. Yeah, I always just thought, what situation would I be in where this where you would might be need needed? Them. Yeah, I mean, even, even it also depends on the strength of the union as well. well cause, yeah, the, cause, the, the place um, that we we both used to work at, I remember that being a thing there, and them coming in to sort someone out. Um, that was let go and to be honest these union people should have taken one look at uh, her and gone this is probably spot on to be fair <laughs> you know what let's pick our battles we won't go for this yeah. one like there's only so many times you can and I say this as someone who gets the bus now that the bus was late like there's only so many times if, you if feel the late. bus is late every day like that she would be asked do you not get an earlier bus and she would be like well, I'm getting about half six as it is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she didn't last very long. I think she tried getting getting him involved. She, I think it was. She may even not been out there probation, and she was. Still, and she was still trying to. She's there working for she the. Uh, to have it on, like yeah, they didn't get for the very agency. Far with like, it. Still, yeah. she tried calling them in basically, and they were like, nah. <laughs> but I also had down that I've referenced earlier actually, so. 
anyone that I've spoken to can tell me who Andrew Tate is, but can't tell me how they knew who he was, <laughs> how they stumbled across him, or how he wound up kind of on their algorithm, be it TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, whatever. And unless either of you are about to tell me you actively went out searching for his videos, I'm sure he probably has. I think, I think for most people, he just he came he, onto people's uh, timeline by someone from your timeline talking about them. Does that make sense? I like, was going on TikTok one day, and then it was like him, him. You could not escape him, and yeah. See, I didn't see him much on like my TikTok or nothing like that. But I did. Probably me. I just seen like wow, well, someone at work mentioned him to me, and I immediately just thought sounds a bit like Jordan Peterson for stupid people. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that's because like, and I didn't mean that in an offensive way to him almost, but it was just kind of like. So it's very much the whole spiel of like, you know, pull yourself together, the bootstrap mentality almost like, you know, like, man, uh, man. yeah, but again, I haven't, I haven't heard his voice. I've never heard his voice in my life. You'd be shocked probably. He basically was on Big Brother. Was and he? He was, on, he was on Big Brother. And Maybe made, I have he, he was on Big Brother and made a name for himself to just being a twat on there. Like, but it was like series like 17 or yeah, something. Yeah, okay. So the, the market, the audience had Back died channel five by that days. point. So yeah. I saw a clip and it's effectively... He comes in and like the first thing he says is uh, there's like nine people left or something and he's like well I know right off the bat six of you are snakes I won't say who but six of you are snakes in Big Brother yeah so, yeah. so was he doing the controversial spiel whilst he was there uh, I don't, well I've only seen the one clip and okay. it's him he basically came my, in on my like think, my thinking was potentially he was forgettable and that and he thought right I've got to be fucking memorable now we ca- I think he, he came in on the well, night. Yeah. yeah so he he did his thing on there and then as I say, I'm kind of piecing it together because I have no real inclination to find out who or what he is or how he's got to this point. But yeah, he was on Big Brother. He was a he was a world champion kickboxer, but I think it's in the same way that you can be a Cage oh, Warriors world champion that. or you can be a UFC world champion. Yeah, so, being a kickboxing world champion doesn't doesn't scream a lot to no, me. I'm not saying he's not going to be able to beat me up, but I just mean like. It's not well, that's a huge the thing. Sport, like he probably, he probably. I'm um, not so probably. He could beat us up, but yeah. Who who's that impressing? Like, exactly. Like, what does that mean to me? Maybe the first one I saw. Of I don't him, think I'm going to be challenging to a yeah. fight on here. Yeah. <laughs> Is this what you're trying to get us to sign yeah. up? Maybe the first one I saw of him was him telling a story, and the people around him are clearly not believing a word of it. And he's saying like he's in Bulgaria, and he's like, I came out of a nightclub. Yeah, and he's like, there was two guys, and they were sat on my car, and me and my brother, and we just knocked out like six of them. People are like, oh yeah, yeah, but he's got his name. <clears throat> he's got his name, hasn't he? Or basically talking shit about women, saying, I think the one that went viral was when he said, "My girlfriend can have OnlyFans, but I need to be getting at least seventy percent of the cut because it's my property that's being shown." And oh Christ, all of this stuff. But I tried finding out how he basically appeared on everyone's thing and. You, you effectively can't find out what the formula or whatever it is as to how these algorithms work. So it could be it could be, it could be like an industry plant that's just been placed in front of all of us, but I don't know how he appeared. Maybe it's enough of your friends view him because I, I said to you, I know someone that would always quote him and it's more person than one actually, more than <laughs> one person. And I thought it was a joke and then turns out they weren't joking like they do actually like well he said this that was right and it's 
well, that's kind of how it works. And I think you referenced this with the kind of fake news thing earlier. You say one thing where it's basically like, you'd be more productive if you get out of bed before midday. Yeah. And then around that, you're saying, but once you're out of bed, you go around, you go to this shop and you pinch everything off the shelf and then yeah. you smack a woman on the way out and people are well, but the most of the things he says are spot on. Yeah. But on the way home, make sure you pick the rubbish up off the floor, etc. Yeah, I know what you're saying. But do, Like sprinkling little bits here and there. And maybe this ties back in with the tattoo man earlier. Do you think it's right that a social media platform can ban or silence an individual? No, I don't think so. I don't think... I, I think... Yeah, nah. Because I feel the opposite way. What, you think that people should be... Should be I think... I don't know. I just suppose it is a tricky one because a lot of a lot of accounts are out there that are just fake accounts. So I would almost be in favour of saying yes, you can ban people who aren't actually pretend who, people who are hiding behind facades and stuff. I'd I'd be all up for banning them. I've got to but, prove I'm not a robot, and it's seen everything I've got to sign in for. Surely yeah. you can do it. I don't because I don't think it works for a start. I think. Censorship never works. No, it doesn't. No, he's no. become bigger by being yeah. cancelled, quote unquote. Yeah, exactly. There, more people will know about him now. There would have been YouTube and him. If you were a bit of a disciple of him, yeah, you're you're a go, million oh, well, percent. Double yeah. down now. They're trying to keep the man. Down. And then also, it plays into their hands big time. Oh, look at the. You know, they've cancelled me. That just shows you, doesn't it? That yeah. I'm speaking the fucking truth, and they keep telling they shutting me down left, right, and centre. So I think give these fools their platform and let them let fall them off. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like in a way, yeah. But I, I understand but I where you're coming got from. A right it, it is ca- they've got a right to, in that these are all private companies. That's what I mean. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's not. You get thrown out of a nightclub, aren't yeah. you? Basically, it's like they can throw you out. It's not. It's how do we have a right to be on Twitter or Facebook? Is yeah. How quickly we've now thought this is a right, a basic is, human right. Do we a, really? It is a private company as such, but it also your they are uh, it's massive so it's like it's bigger than what it should but be it's not like it'll be an example though so say would you be happy with say the government using your tweets for something you know like for them to be gather that up and then say one day we could do something with it like you it's know the like you then do something and then they're it? like right boom there's there's a tweet that he said from because if it forces Arsenal to make some signings he will <laughs> because I can delete my tweets so technically, like can you? you know, yeah, well, well, you know, like yeah, if, yeah. like I can retract a statement and then it's gone. But if you screenshot it and you keep it, etc., then suddenly now you, you know, you've got it well, you forever can, or you whatever. You can usually tell when someone's going for a job interview because their Twitter's suddenly private for a week, oh, yeah. and then and then they uh, back on. I think with him it doesn't really work because the majority of the time he actually wasn't the one sharing his well, clips. This is him. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. sub. And I also resent that so many of these pages would get him on to say, I had him on my podcast to tell him what a disgrace he was. Now, all, all these awful things he said while saying, what do you think about same-sex marriage, by the way? Or what do you yeah. think about your woman doing OnlyFans? And it's like, you're making him the say these things on your podcast Ukraine and, and, yeah, just yeah. to say, well, you shouldn't be saying that. Mm-hmm. And the only... They did that whole video of that woman arguing with him and with all due respect to her, she wasn't the brightest so he did run rings around her in certain aspects which doesn't help because then if you are the sort of follower of him you go, well look, this guy's intelligent and he's got something to him. It's, which it's again, those, if you, it's the old talk thing, if you pitch someone against an idiot you're always going to look a bit brighter than them. It kind of swings back to what we were talking about earlier in that we just live in this fuck like this big old reactionary time mm. like to so much so that we've just, we've spent the last five, ten minutes talking shit about him 
Like, yes. like he's not relevant, is he? Well, I know, Having no, all acknowledged, not, we don't really know who he is. I don't know, no, I know that really, that, yeah, we're not talking about him as such. We're talking about it. There's a bigger picture there. But, like, it's crazy, isn't it, that these sort of things do control our narratives, like, of well, how we... What I thought was interesting is because I always thought, and I still think it doesn't really work, but then I think since Donald Trump was taken off Twitter, I hear far less about him. Yeah, I yeah. see his name pop up far less. And yeah, maybe but he's not the president anymore either. No, you maybe know? it's, yeah, it's he's not doing as much yeah. to force that to be said. Yeah, and he's so not it, in the light as much. But he's already just created a new account on TikTok and they've basically said, Trump well, we banned his account. And so yeah. he's just see, he's yeah, that's back a strange on there. word. And see, he's saying, oh, well, I acknowledge I need to be more careful with the things I say. Here's the thing with like your algorithm and stuff. It, it can definitely have a big impact on the what how you view things and what you think's going on right now and what you're in touch with so an example of that is yeah so jk rowling good example it some people haven't got a clue anything about jk rowling other than she, that she wrote harry potter books and that was that now there's a section of twitter she gets that, cooked that jk <laughs> rowling is dirt like, yeah. yeah and so is harry potter like the series <laughs> Then, then I find out that they brought a game out, and this game, the premise is that the goblins are trying to have a revolution, and you've got to squash the revolution. Okay. And they very much, you know, see the the thing of the they're kind of like Jews. You know, the goblins are kind of, yeah, yeah. Like, and there's this whole thing. And uh, my sister's in the gaming industry, so I, I, and she is also a huge trans rights like activist basically my sister because she's in the gaming industry her circle is so different to mine yeah. it's massive like her out like i was expect we were chatting about this like i said these are the reasons i ask her these questions because her algorithm so di- different to mine that she knows she's in touch with the trans community she's in touch with what's going on with all of that and understands the damage it's doing let's say Whereas I'm more in, say, I don't know, I'd be more in touch with, you know, if we're talking, like, on that type of basis, Irish community. And, and so I would know what's going on in, like, you know, remember I said to you the other day about that young boy who was yeah. killed. And well, a lot of people haven't got a clue about that, but that's in my algorithm. I scrolled Reddit ill, as I said, to, to see if there was anything. And one of the things I scrolled past was, um, if you play the new Harry Potter game, you're transphobic. And yeah. I haven't looked at it but this is what I'm saying like I said to my sister like I haven't looked too deep into it and she was kind of like well you know yeah like she she did send me a, a long ass video to watch but it is one of those ones of where you're kind of like I didn't realise none of this is happening unless I actively seek it and I'm engaged in them circles so I'd say like and if you click s- that video you would now see exactly. every single thing yeah yeah it. it's gonna then push me further down that road it's the same with like this tape business, like, my missus don't know who he is. She's never heard of him. Because her algorithm's completely fucking different. Her algorithm's like, um, single mum, not single mums, like, working mums get home <laughs> and be like... Someone's a yeah. 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 But you know what I mean. Yeah. Though, like, she's not listening. Yeah, like, wait, these type of... Wait like, for her to find out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, completely different. So yeah. it does, I think, yeah, what we're viewing and clicking shapes completely what we think everyone else is also viewing and clicking. A lot, probably not the case. Well, a, lot of, a lot of echo chambers yeah, as well, isn't there? A lot of echo chambers. Yeah, yeah. A lot of things that you're already think you're doubling down on. Yeah. Which, I, I which isn't good if you're 
if you do fully sign up to Andrew Tate and you're just this thing constant yeah. over yeah. and over isn't good for well there's there's the whole anything. thing of where people say the real issue is that a lot of 11 year olds are seeing his stuff and they're going into school and they're doing this and that the first thing with that is you're going to have to police maybe, where your kids are watching yeah, yeah. And I, I know we, it's not easy but no, yeah, you're going to have to we had to have it didn't we so well, that's the I know it's harder know. now it's yeah still, and I think it. that um, and I think that with Troy and I think that my brothers when I always see people saying well you need to make sure you know what your kids are watching on the internet like I think it sounds very dark saying this now like my mum wouldn't have had a clue what what I was looking at on the internet when no. I was like 12 to 15. Yeah. And, and, that, was, and that was on like, a computer in which everyone shared the same computer. Yeah. It was even more and like My mum was buying me like South Park videos at like 10 <laughs> and and she weren't vetting them videos. She wasn't watching them you first hand. Watching them <laughs> exactly. She wasn't watching them first hand and be like, actually, yeah, you ain't watching this shit. Like it was just was what it was. Yeah, we're always going to have you know, there's always going to be like society moves at its slowest, at the pace of its slowest member. That's pretty because sad. because we should all be able to have a drink and drive, but we can't because Sally did it and she fucking killed her kids. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's that in it that there it's so in terms How much of. How are we saying you should be able to drink? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's one of those in it. Like, <laughs> like people like Andrew Tate and all. Sally was a silly bitch. They <laughs> might not damage us growing up. We might look at them and say, ah, yeah, all right, but I'm still living my own life. But yeah, for every one of us that it doesn't damage it, you're going to get two or three that it suddenly is all them. It yeah. is. So I know it's, it is damaging. Age ratings on films, stuff, isn't it? It's like yeah. most of us could watch a 15 yeah. at the age of 11 yeah, yeah. and have exactly. no problems. Yeah. But it's just every night someone might decide Some kid's going to ruin it. It'd be at school, wouldn't it? You know, yeah. like the teacher would be like, we're going to put this film on. And then one kid's in there that's crying and shit. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, well, we're never watching a fucking 15 again now, Congrats. are we? Yeah. Even with Cheers, Philip. Simpsons again now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Even with just this like other world that we're not a part of, um, on the way back from the game on Saturday, because I didn't choose the radio station because TalkSport was on in the car. And they were the whole way back reporting live from ringside at the KSI fight. Mm. And really? Yeah, and this and they did keep trying to make out they were above it because they kept going, Look, I understand this is what we usually be doing and we're just trying to bring new eyes to this lot. They all sound like they're having the time of their lives there. I mean Gareth A. Davis arrest that man while he was there. <laughs> but they say it was the first time that the O2 Arena was actually sold out for boxing in three years. And they they can massage those statistics a little bit. Well, they 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 described it. They said this is the first proper sellout you've had, and I don't want to say they were pointing at any particular promoter, but they say a lot of you wouldn't know there is an upper tier on the O2 Arena, and this one, and they were saying just basically how young the entire audience was, Mm. and so. I mean, it's the, I know it's the who KSI sound, is, isn't it? That you can tell when you hear the crowd yeah. sounds, and you're like, "This well, doesn't I, sound like a boxing match." Well, also, that sort of tension sounds like a leisure centre. That sort of tension and stuff is somewhat removed when you hear screaming kids. Yeah, like, you wait for someone to come out. Ah! It sounds like you're uh, a fucking yeah, like <laughs> so, GL one. I'm slightly less worried. Just hearing, like, seeing some of the names, I have no clue who these people are. No, but no, then, obviously, huge. there is such a. I mean, mm. I only know, I only know again from TikTok who. 
salt puppy is because he kept popping up doing the same dance every single time. So he's like, he's got hands. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing I know about him from this week. I didn't know yeah. who he was. And I seen a video of him. This guy's got hands. Yeah. Jesus. That thing, that was weird, wasn't it? Rich people going for some weird, like, I don't know, sacrificial type shit. Like, it was kind of like fetishy. You know, you get a man with a sharp knife and he comes real close to, the, to you know... Oh, the, the... Yeah, when he was cutting you the blade... The, salt salt, bay. Bay. salt yeah, bay. Yeah, 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 sorry. That's a... It was kind yeah. of like a modern-day foggoire. Yeah, yeah, there's what a mean? weird sexual element to this. I'm like, yeah, why is there was this something going on? strange about it of almost like, look at me, I can afford to do this. Well, that, so I'm here. That salt puppy was doing it by essentially rubbing his fists together with salt in his ah, hands. I thought, someone in the on, I thought pointed we was on about the first time, saying... Yeah, all them lovely uh, bits of dead skin from his hands on your food, and then the next oh. one he had gloves on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he basically Amazing. did like a slow motion dance, and that, <laughs> and then he gets on the undercard of one of these uh, YouTube cards that KSI is telling you I'm fighting two people in one night, and one of them's a rapper that started boxing two weeks ago. The other one is a pro boxer who's not one in five years. Is two weight classes below. <laughs> yeah, but. It sells the place out. There's a market for it, isn't it? Like, yeah. Well, I saw... Not for me. It's not I for us. one of the promoters saying, Jake Paul versus KSI is bigger than any boxing match we could make right now in this country. And it probably is. That's soul-destroying, isn't it? Outside of AJ Fury, there's probably no two boxers you could put together in England. And I guess this is one, even with one Brit and one American. What? I bet KSI Jake Paul would probably outsell AJ Wilder. Yeah, and it, the funny hell, thing is, yeah. it, it doesn't even matter to like say, "Oh yeah," but if you put them in a bit of a proper fighter, they get knocked out because that it's a mute point. It well, doesn't matter. Right People now, don't care. They are. Like, yeah, I know, but still, I still want to see this. Yeah. though. and even with it, like, in terms of being a proper fighter, these guys because of their financial resources, are able to dedicate 12 hours a day to training. They're probably exactly. more of a yeah, real yeah. fighter than a lot of the guys we yeah. compare them to. It's not me and you deciding now that in three months' time we're going to have a one-on-one basketball match and we're going to yeah. charge people a lot of money to go come and see us, like, do yeah, it. My jumper. And I, uh, Yeah, but, like, our levels aren't there. Like, no, no. But with boxing, you can get away with that. Well, like, as long as you've just... got name value... You can do it. Well, people sport, will pay to it? see you swing. Yeah, because it's changed for tainment. When when the first one started, they were wearing headguards, and since and it's I don't know if they were going to do it anyway, but it's probably the best thing Hearn did if he had any involvement was say how easy it is to get you registered as a pro boxer and okay. let's have smaller gloves and no headguards. Yeah, because ultimately the, half the people tuning in to watch Jake Paul are tuning in to see him get knocked out. With these big, heavy head guards on, that risk is limited significantly. Yeah, yeah. So if you're going to put it on pay-per-view, you at least draw in more people by saying yeah. this guy might get chinned. And the whole Jake Paul thing, I found myself becoming well, not even somewhat of a fan, a fan mainly because of everything on the opposite side. There's a thing with these YouTubers where they say, like, well, he fought Tyron Woodley, who's a UFC champion. He's not a boxer. And at the same time, well, then he's more of a boxer than probably Jake Paul was. And if you put any of us in there with a year's training against Tyron Woodley, he's still going to leave us seeing stars. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, you have to give them the, the pair of them. I mean, his brother, their props. Basketball, They're athletes. Basketball players now come in to do it. You've got 
anyone on the on the outskirts of fame, people yeah. are willing to pay to see fighting. Mm-hmm. It's not really a new thing, is it? It's just there's more of a platform for it now. Yeah, it's exactly that. Remember Freddie Flintoff did it a few years ago, didn't Box, he? Kicked off Box Nation. Yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> it's how long this run goes on for. Well, it's going to take someone to get hurt, I think. Yeah, yeah. In terms of to get yeah. them to stop. But I think how long the interest maintains will be I a think, fascinating thing because... Because... Uh, Jake Paul's broken out from that, really. He's kind of got out of the YouTube thing a little bit, but he's getting dragged back in by the fact that him and KSI seem to be on a collision course yeah. now. So it's kind of going to end up being YouTube. What well, KSI said... But once that's done... Well, this is... Yeah. It, we, out of these people, that I'm not saying they're not big, but none of them are going to carry in an audience the way KSI and Jake Paul does. And then it's just, you're watching a substandard product yeah. about people you don't care as much about. Well, Can I, they still carry that audience through? I'm not sure. To be fair, I remember us laughing at Alex on here because he came on and he'd watched KSI Logan Paul. Yeah. And he was going, no, no, my, my brother bought, my brother bought. Yeah. I, I was just in the room watching it. Uh, and you look at now, because effectively, usually in Bloodsport, you do it until you have enough wealth that you don't have to do it anymore. And so there's, yeah. a, there's going to be a point yeah. when Strange, the opponents it? that KSR Jake Paul have to go against don't add up to match the risk that they're going to be taking. Now, Jake Paul, we think, is going to be facing a guy who's ranked 15 with the WBA next. Wow. And from everything you read, the guy's a scrub, basically, and he, sh- he should go to town on him. But he's going to get a, some kind of WBA belt from this. And ranking. Then he could technically fight for a world title. Like, that's... <laughs> Crazy, yeah. And the weights he fights at, that's not something you want to be doing. But no. it's going to keep going until, ultimately, he has to do that. Yeah. And that's probably when it'll stop. But I, I don't know. I think it's going to take seeing, like, Jake Paul in with Breedis or someone like that for people to say, you know what, I will just stick to making my TikTok videos. I don't need to do that. <laughs> but I thought it was interesting that KSI said... Jake Paul is the end game because he doesn't seem to be saying I want to be a world champion. He seems to say yeah, yeah. I want to knock out Jake Paul, I want to knock out Andrew Tate and I want to knock out Tommy Fury. Tommy Fury. Yeah, he no, doesn't Tommy want Fury to be a point, boxer as such whereas yeah, you, you, the, the the Paul guy he he has aspirations doesn't he at this yeah, point the, to actually just want to keep boxing. The, he the most valuable it. thing that Tommy Fury has is his surname and the yeah. fact that he's registered as a boxer on BoxRec because <laughs> Jake Paul is more of a boxer at this stage than yeah. Tommy Fury is. And I bet he can't believe his luck that seemingly the Jake Paul fight slipped away and then KSI calls you out. You must think, I can't believe how lucky yeah. I am. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, the last thing I had down for today, and I think I spoke to Troy about this previously, is... What we see at the moment in terms of um, just selling nostalgia and you look at the Spider-Man and Doctor Strange films that have just come out where it's the cheapest cash grab of all and it's an expensive one in these cases where you just unite generations that wouldn't be together previously by just drawing it in. And even I switch off immediately now when I hear like a drill song where so you're almost weaponizing like an old R&B song where oh, you just get it. you just sample it just to try and cheat your way to a hit. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know how long this can last, but like The Rock still comes out of WrestleMania every year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a look at 
sequels that you don't know are being made or you may know are being made um, where these cash grabs are going to keep happening and keep happening until they don't make cash anymore. Last year, we had a Home Alone film that could have been called anything, but you just put Home Alone at the start of it just to try and make some cash. It was... I think it was a different family name. It was everything. They just called it a Home Alone film and put it on Disney Plus. And it me and Oshin watched um, Land Before Time like thirteen last night. The that dinosaur was, ones, yeah, because I can remember them as a young yeah, child yeah. and they're being like free when I was a child. Yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. at the time like that's a lot for a kids series, you know. And then now, yeah, fast forward. There's literally over ten. Well, in the next. Dinosaurs have actually died at this point, and yeah, humans are in. And, yeah. in three months' time. They're doing a sequel to a Christmas story with the kid with the glasses as a grown-up, <laughs> and it's called a Christmas Story Christmas, which feels a very uncreative name. Well, okay. I think we all felt that was needed. Yeah. There was a void yeah. in all our lives. I mean, wait till we hear some of the other ones. Attack the Block Two is coming. <laughs> I hated that when it first came out. Um, they could, they- people love that. Rocky is a good example of Creed just, 3 is you know, next on my yeah. list <laughs> and they have um, a Ivan Drago one don't they yeah when Stallone has had to say I don't need to play Rocky anymore you'd probably look and say mate I have a few too many of these yeah <laughs> um, but then you look at other boxing actually other boxing films are done alright like Southpaw's did alright in terms of mixed martial arts like Warrior did alright yeah they usually do do well films. we don't need yeah. it to be Rocky uh, yeah the only difference between us and the and the ancients is we like our blood fake, you know. <laughs> the Exorcist two, three, and four are in the works after how many years? Excuse me, Jesus. Yeah, because uh, they, they were written, weren't they? That was a, a book like The Exorcist, but there was never a you know a sequel written. No. <laughs> um, so it, I often wonder how like how people attain the rights to these novels. That's do they what then has get the, Yeah, and then do they then say well? We have the option, if we want to, to create more. Really backing yourself, going you know? two, three, well, out four. Well, I'm, 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 I may be completely wrong, and I'm just going from memory. I think it may be Blumhouse that got the rights, and so they're probably going to make it into some kind of slasher. Okay. Uh, we've got Chicken Run 2 coming, Dawn of the Nugget. What? Yeah. Uh, Beetlejuice 2, Big Trouble in Little China 2, Beverly Hills Cop 3. Face off. I think you'll find that's four. Yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> four. Face off two. Gladiator what? two. Gladiator two. Lethal Weapon five. Legally Blonde not Mel Gibson. three. Midnight Run two. My favourite. Do the Passion of the Christ two. Resurrection. Like it. We, uh, <laughs> I mean, there's a vacancy I mean, they left there. it on a hell of a cliffhanger. <laughs> that passion, the first passion. Robo- Someone ruined the ending of that one for me. They're Killer. doing another Robocop <laughs> film. Jesus. Who's the bad guy in that? Willem Dafoe. Is he in the first or the second? Robocop. Robocop. I've terrified I'm, me. I'm actually bad because I've only seen the remake. Ah, right. Well, he terrified me as a child. That, that they're actually Willem showing Dafoe. it. They are. They are showing it again in cinemas, or just showing it again in cinemas for the anniversary. The they also brought him out. They've they, done a 4K they, restoration. They brought him into WCW for a little while. Robocop, like in like '93, '94. You're trying to get a fight with him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mad. <laughs> You're trying to steal a chair in. The Fast and the Furious has got to be the worst franchise to, ever. That, well, we, we've looked at recently, and you're up to Paranormal Activity 8 at this point. So oh, shit. I, I don't want to steal you. Um, Halloween, great selection, that was. Halloween, I, I could easily watch up to I like the, the, six or seven. Not the last one, but the one before that. And there was like, you even got things like Halloween, H2, uh, 
Halloween 2000 and stuff, you know? Do you know that Halloween, not this one, the one before, Andrew Schultz actually had a scene in it and they cut it. Wow, is it? (laughs) He's a policeman. Have you ever seen Halloween 3? Or is it 2? No, I've seen... Bits of the first one when we did it in media studies, and so I've seen whatever. There's one that has nothing to do with any of the others. Is what no, I'm I've seen two of the most recent ones. I think it's the, the second, all right, and the um, like nothing at all. To do. Has nothing to do. With, it has, doesn't have Mike Myers in it. What? It's basically about masks. That it's Halloween, and this uh, the company is putting out these pumpkin masks, and then basically at midnight on Halloween, this advert's going to go on. All the kids are going to wear the mask. The mask gonna make them all kill every all their parents and stuff. That's not a Rocky but, and Bullwinkle. But the guy who made Halloween was it John Carpenter? I, I think I've that got sounds a, right. Yeah, I think it was him. But he but he wanted to do that with every one of them. Like so, he wanted to just every Halloween be a complete different story. Right. And after that one, they were like, "Yeah, it kind of was shit." Get my mice back in my now. Back. Yeah, and it was that. But I actually, weirdly, I actually really like that one. But then I love trash 80s horrors. Like, I just well, we, got a soft spot for it. Maybe we'll do something on this podcast around Halloween. Because we were going to do something last year. And I'm not throwing him under the bus here. He said it on the podcast. Keenan just will not watch horror films. Yeah. <laughs> so we were going to do it for, I think, the original Friday the 13th we were going to do. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll do They're something. They're also good. They, yeah, Friday the 13th yeah. and maybe Halloween. Maybe we'll do something about an old horror film or something. Still trying to get my uh, Piranha Deep Dive podcast done, but... Nobody wants to watch it. And the last thing I'll ask today... I say this somewhat hypocritical. Two of the films I've loved the most this year, Jackass and the Top Gun sequel. Neither film probably needed, and I love both. So maybe I'm a hypocrite. Hey, listen to this, yeah. You'll get this because you're film guys. Like, Could you watch a film now from any time before the year 1999 and recognise that it was a film from before then? Like yeah, what I mean, yeah. That, yeah, like it's gonna take you what thirty seconds max to for you to realize this is a film from the nineties, this is a film from the eighties, etc. So imagine, imagine my chagrin when my friend tells me he watched forty five minutes of Top Gun, thinking it was the remake, oh, no. <laughs> and and he's saying to his missus and stuff like Tom Cruise, he aged age. a bit, has he? <laughs> and, and, and I said, I said, Carl, you watched an 80s movie and thought you was watching a film from 2022 or whenever it came out. He was like, yeah, I couldn't believe it. He said, and then we put it on and it started the exact same. <laughs> he was like, oh, I thought this happened again. I was like, fucking hell. Because I'm guessing the remake starts in the same I've, way or some either. shit. Oh, right. Yeah, nor, nor have I, Luke. Oh, I'm going like, crap, well, my top was, gun. He's watching this Val Kilmer's a better nick than they said. <laughs> it's crazy though, isn't it? Because I often think that, like, my I go to my mum's house sometimes and they're watching BBC One, not HD. And I'm like, you realise you're not watching HD? And they're like, oh, oh this breaks me. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. can you not fucking see that? <laughs> the pixelation of your screen. As no. no. <laughs> as a last thing here, Troy, and there's pressure on here. Mm. If I was to say to you to recommend me the weirdest film you could think of, and I was going to give it a watch this week, What's Weird. the first film that comes into your head? Oh, well, you probably would have seen it already. I just I don't know why, because when you were talking about horror films then, I was going to ask, have you done Human Centipede yet? And I thought, oh, why no, would they no, do yeah. that? Because <laughs> you can't get a conversation out, you can't get an hour and a half long conversation out of analysing that film. A therapy pod, very much. Yeah, so, like, 
oh yeah, we did it against a Serbian film or some <laughs> shit, you know, pop them two together. Most rewatchable scene. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> have well, you ever watched I Spit on Your Grave? I have, yeah. That's a great, that's like a real, it's kind of a feel good film. Maybe we'll do a podcast, I'll get you to watch Piranha 1 and 2 and we'll do that. We could do that, like where we find like the gnarliest silliest horror films a man replaces his legs with shotguns I, do, I oh, always think I don't need to sell it any more than no. that but apparently I do did you ever see The Fly no no I've, I've basically I've not seen any real old oh, you need horror to see the I've fly. not seen The Thing no yeah yeah well yeah anyway something we definitely need to do alright well on that note thank you again for listening to another episode of 3MP be sure to tune in this Thursday night we will have our deadline day coverage. We'll have fans from Arsenal, Liverpool, Chelsea, West Ham, Everton, any team like Spurs, United, if I've Charmer. missed a team. He's got quite a good excuse, but we'll have two United fans on. So that's, what, that's what I meant. Like, yeah, you've yeah. got a United. Because one thing I noticed that with the pod is there isn't, there's often a, a misrepresentation of United fans, isn't there, really? Which well, is a lot of them don't weird for the whole on. country. Because <laughs> yeah. you usually can't fucking move for no. it. We are yeah. not representative of the country you, in yeah. any way, are we? You could see my messages. It was easier trying to get someone last minute for five aside than it is getting mm. a United fan on after a loss. <laughs> I'm not surprised. You usually just wheel out God. <laughs> They'll all be back in a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll have that covered on Thursday. So tune in then. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.